0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Make your home that much merrier with brand new custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Right now, you can save up to 40% off everything. With Blinds.com, shopping online for custom window coverings doesn't mean you have to sacrifice style or service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to convenient motorized shades, the toy you'll use all year long. Blinds.com makes upgrading your whole home easy and affordable. And Blinds.com's design experts are always here for live consultations to help you make the right choice for your space. Need help with measuring and installing? We have you covered there, too. Shipping is always free, and everything's backed by Blinds.com's 100% satisfaction guarantee. See for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments with over 40,000 five-star reviews. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 40% site-wide. Hurry to Blinds.com for up to 40% off everything. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Get trusty women and ye men in Tommy John each day. Remember, it's the perfect gift to give this holiday. (laughs) With over 18 million pairs sold to good boys and girls just like you, Tommy John is rearing
0: in this softness season with a gift to those who made my nice list. You deserve a special gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear. <laughs> <laughs> This holiday season, make everyone in your family that much more comfortable with the holiday gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear. For the holidays, get 20 percent off your first order at TommyJohn.com/slash/victory. 20 percent off at TommyJohn.com/slash/victory. See site for details. This is Reception, Reception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Both Jaguars receivers, Calvin Ridley, like you said, it's time. It's time to have a discussion about Calvin Ridley. It's time. Uh, and Christian Kirk, where are we at with Jaguars
2: Yeah, almost kind of a question I was asking you because I know we, we, when, you're, when you're in redraft going through, like Ridley's just nothing this season right now because he can't play. But they, they thought the trade was really interesting. I think he's a perfect fit there um trevor lawrence has been balling out the last couple of weeks starting to develop a little bit more i think he's kind of that perfect missing piece where like i'm not a big zay jones fan but he's no, come on. been getting <laughs> I, yeah i, I heard on, you and you and james going back getting tethered in a wide receiver three but
0: it's i mean zay jones come on man i mean he's he's fine he's he's an nfl player he's okay.
2: Said. He, I mean, you have to be to put up the kind of yardage he did last week. Like he's adequate. Like he's going to have his games. And I like, I've loved Christian Kirk out of college. I was a huge fan with him, Arizona moving over. I think he's a great player, but I think he has his limits in terms of what he can do. I think we've seen that he kind of disappears against bad matchups when he's got to go out there and like beat the defense. He's not really doing it. He's kind of just there when, like when the yards are there. And I think Ridley can really step in there. I think he's an outside receiver. He can beat man coverage, beat zone, beat press. He can play in the slot. I think he's kind of will walk into the number one situation there. I think he's almost like a meld of like what you want Zay Jones to be plus what Christian Kirk is currently as just like a great wide receiver that I don't think Kirk, because Kirk's I think a top 10 wide receiver right now when you look at fantasy rankings of like scoring, right?
0: Oh yeah, he's been awesome.
2: So this is probably the best season he's ever going to have. It, it's my, my personal. I don't think really, because he's been scoring touchdowns like mad, and I don't really see him as like a huge touchdown guy. So when you have Ridley walking in the field next year, I think he moves down the rankings quite a bit. And it, I, if you're talking dynasty for me, let's say I'm not worried about the end of this season for any reason, you're out of competition or whatever, I'll take Ridley over Kirk 10 out of 10 times because I just think he's a better receiver.
0: Yeah. I think all that's fair. Um, it's definitely like at their peaks, better receiver. Now I, I like Christian Kirk. I was in on Christian Kirk th- this year. I had him in the top or the receivers I have above consensus was very, very excited about Kirk. And in the dynasty notes for him, I have was flat out disrespected. This off season can play and it's mm-hmm. clicking in Jacksonville. Like I like Christian Kirk. Um, obviously the thing with Ridley is just like, he's been away from football for a long time now. And, yeah. and that's always risky, right? Like I'm with you that as a player at his peak, I mean, just pulling up his 2020 reception perception, Calvin Ridley. And this was when, you know, he was playing for most of the year as um, the number one receiver. Like Julio Jones mm-hmm. was hurt a bunch that year. Now, I don't have his I guess I can go back and do his 2021 season when uh, when when we're talking about the pre, coming into this year. But like just revisiting this 2020 season. 89th percentile success rate versus man coverage, 81st percentile success rate versus press. Like, yeah, you know what the Jacksonville Jaguars are missing right now? Somebody who can beat man coverage on the outside. Like, Zay Jones, he ain't beating man coverage consistently on the outside. Marvin Jones, uh, yeah, he's not. Let me tell you what. He's not beating man coverage consistently. He's not beating on any the coverage on the yeah, outside. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a that's a tough scene there for Marvin Jones. But he can at least make those plays like he did on the touchdown, uh, you know, to, to end the game last week. So, shout out to him for mm-hmm. that. But overall this is this is absolutely like uh, in a hypothetical sense this is what the this is what the Jacksonville jaguars need as a guy like calvin really so i understand your optimism there
2: yeah i'd be i think i'd be a little more concerned if he was out due to injury i know he's been away for football for a long time but like these guys are athletes i don't think he is ready to step away from football i think it's unfortunate that he lost this season but yeah, i'm excited for him to yeah i'm excited for him to come back i think I think it's almost like a fresh start for him. You're out of Atlanta. You don't have those issues. The Jaguars are, I, they're on a kind of an up and upcoming team. They've got a decent quarterback. I just think it's a really great spot. I remember after that trade, just being like, I don't I don't think there's a better spot for him. They're just kind of have like a gaping hole of like, we need a number one guy. And their offense might just click because you've got Christian Kirk in the slot. Like you said, Zay Jones is a perfectly fine number three, four wide receiver. And then you've got calvin ridley stepping in as like a one if he can return to form i think he's well worth going out and getting right now if you can get any sort of like discount on the price tag and i think he cuts into the value of christian kirk quite a bit which worries me because i love christian kirk and i think he's been having like a great season it just i don't know if they can feed that many mouths when you have ridley in the situation we've got ridley You've got ETN, who's a good receiving back. And then you still have Zay Jones. You've got Evan Ingram there. I don't know if this may... I think personally, this might be the best season Kirk has moving forward. So I'd be a little concerned with him in Dynasty.
0: I think that's fair. The Jaguars, by the way, they have their own first round pick. I don't think they'd use that on a wide receiver after trading for Calvin Ridley. But like a second, third round pick. If they, The one thing I think they could use is like a big body x receiver because i think even in a ideal world you you probably want calvin ridley to be like your Stephon diggs flanker type of receiver Mm. you know i mean just talking about steph diggs like a gabe davis type of like non you know he doesn't have to be the best separator but like a big guy that can win downfield stuff like that that would really complete this receiver core but even if they walk into next year if calvin ridley's fully integrated fully into the program they walk into the season with him uh, as their number one guy on the outside. And, you know, Zay Jones is doing his Zay Jones thing. And, uh, you know, Christian Kirk's in the slot. Like, that's pretty good. Like, I think that's good enough to, to get by. But I still think they might add a rookie to it. But so, bottom line, I have, uh, you know, pre-update. I've got Christian Kirk pretty high as, a, as wide receiver, 30. I'm, I'm sure that's probably ahead of consensus, although I don't know, of course. Um, it, would you you think he needs to probably go down and like you know I I still I'm a little cautious with Ridley I st- still have him pretty low but I don't know All right. where where you think from brass tack standpoint you would I know you'd rather have Calvin Ridley but I do still think that's a little bit of a hypothetical.
2: Yeah, I think consensus right now Kirk is at 36, so not not too far behind. He's come up a lot recently. Yeah, um, he was at like 49, so seeing him up at 36, is kind of right where. If I'm looking at Calvin Ridley, and I mean, yeah, it's It's hard. It is a little hypothetical. He will come back, but I think he'll have a full offseason with the Jaguars. There's no suspension on that. I would prefer him to both of the Broncos wide receivers right now, so I'm probably sitting him at like 35, 34. Yeah. So maybe right there with... I, I think him and Kirk, well, almost, yeah. If I'm uh, talking myself into this, I'd probably hedge him. I'd probably put him back-to-back, walking into the there season of my <laughs> dynasty rankings, like <laughs> cheating, uh, rubbing off on me already. But hey, yeah, I, I think is. I would. I think I'd put him right there. I, I wouldn't hurt to have him up a little bit, maybe in like the, the low 30s. I, I'd rather have him than Traylon Burks, if that means anything. I think he's, hmm. oh, maybe. I don't know. That's tight. Um, but yeah, that's, I that's think tough. he's... He's still in his prime. Like he's still young. He's 27 years old. That's we see a lot of wide receivers kind of peaking right there. And none of it's due to injury. It's a little bit of hypothetical, but I think he was a great wide receiver. I really like the fit there. I'm pretty confident in him moving forward. That and I just I just like that pairing. Trevor Lawrence is looking a lot better. The Jaguars is looking a lot better. I think he'll walk into a big target share there. And I really think he'll fit well in that offense.
0: And this is something that we see too with these guys like I mean, I think they could be a really great one-two punch, uh, Christian mm-hmm. Kirk and um, uh, Christian Kirk and and, and obviously uh, and Calvin Ridley there. If it all if it all works out, like again, I right. keep wanting to come back to this that it is sort of like a let's let's just see, actually see him in training camp, actually see him integrated, all that type of stuff. It would theoretically be uh, a really great situation, and, and we see this too with these slot guys, like when um, when the. W- when the outside player can help elevate the ceiling of the entire offense, like that, can be good for these uh, slot receivers. Now, the Jaguars are a pretty good offense from like dropback EPA. They rank sixth, mm-hmm. o- o- you know, overall. They actually are like fourth in dropback and dropback success rate. Like they've been a surprisingly really efficient offense. But I think that they can be more of like a voluminous yards touchdowns type offense uh if 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 they really have a number one outside receiver and trevor lawrence takes yet another step which is certainly something gonna happen so i like that discussion there hey this is stephen a smith from no mercy festivals football flannels Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Last guy we're going to talk about here in the wide receiver section, Debo Samuel. And um, I'm glad you put him on the outline here because... This it's tough. I was. I think that I'm probably. I mean, I don't. Where does where's Debo? Like consensus wise.
2: Yeah, I'm pulling it up as we speak too. I think he's still high up there. He's at 14 actually, and you have him at 15. So you're you're pretty much spot on with consensus with Debo.
0: Yeah, I'm 50, uh, 15. So I wrote in the notes. I, and I think this is probably what I had at the notes, and I put them out in the off season. Wouldn't bank on twenty twenty one efficiency, but very good player in a strong ecosystem, and I think I have him as a hold slash sell. Yeah, so okay, that may—I mean—that makes sense to me. But yeah, man, I'm I'm struggling with Debo right now. Uh, so give me your thoughts, and then we'll go back and forth here.
2: Yeah, I I almost brought it back. You were having a conversation, I think it was on Twitter about like wide receivers being in the right role for themselves, like the Cooper Cup role. Like if you take Cooper Cup. Mm. Out of the Cooper Cup role, he's clearly not as valuable. He's not going to be that number one overall wide receiver if you just put him outside against man coverage every year. It's just not going to work. And I think that was kind of what happened with Debo last year is he was put in the Debo Samuel role. like That was the best role he could be in. He's getting six to eight rushes a game. He's getting the little dump-offs. And we saw a season where he's not really in the same role as he was before. He's not seeing as many of the rushes. He's kind of competing with... Christian McCaffrey for those like short yardage screen catches that it's kind of limited his upside. And I mean, I don't really know if he gets back to that role.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously I think that the Christian McCaffrey trade couldn't have seen that coming. Of course. No. I think it's really made it. I think it's made the a bad situation already worse for like already bad situation worse for Debo Samuel, because like I think Debo's a good player in, in certain areas of playing wide receiver. Like, he's a great slant route runner. Uh He's a great dig route runner. Like, all that in-breaking stuff, great zone beater. Uh, he's a little bit more of, like, a downfield receiver than people give him credit for, like, post routes, stuff like that. But he is not – and I think people were ready to put him in this bucket after what he did last year. He is not a, you know, a Justin Jefferson type of receiver. He is not like Stefan Diggs or or even a guy like A.J. Brown. You know, he's just not – that type of receiver and a lot of what he did last year was before the rushing stuff even was like those gimme routes you know like in addition to doing those big boy type things like post routes dig routes in breaking stuff over the middle against zone coverage he got a lot of gimmies those gimmies are now going to he's at least splitting those with McCaffrey which is a troublesome situation I I feel like McCaffrey will be there long term Debo will be there long term we also have no idea what the offense is going to look like next year cuz Jimmy's not going to come back. My conspiracy theory is Brady Tom Brady will be the starter next year, uh and they'll still be developing Trey Lance for the 10th year in a row. Uh but that Does the G- year Does there.
2: the Giselle curse follow him to 49ers or does that stay with the Buccaneers?
0: Great question. Uh we'll have to consult with my wife on that one. Uh we'll we'll get into the I guess I can't say we'll get into the lab. We'll get into the um the coven. I don't. What is the water contr- Altar. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, you get oh, okay. the
0: altar. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. Uh, we'll we'll work that out uh, if he, if Brady decides to play another year here. Um, because I mean, I, th- I thought that the curse might be over once the divorce went final, and then Tristan Wirfs is gonna miss like three weeks, four weeks, and Mike Evans is you know hurt and or or something. So I don't know. We we'll get back to that. We'll come back to that one. But um, yeah. So Debo right now, but like again, this was. This was a bad situation. I think even before, uh, before Christian McCaffrey got there, like in the first few weeks of the season, two catches, fourteen yards in Week One. Five catches, forty-four yards in Week Two. Five for seventy-three, six for one-fifteen, and a touch when he broke that crazy one uh, against the Rams. But like a lot of what he did last year before the rushing stuff was without Brandon Ayuk. Like that—that's the thing that was mm-hmm. killing me this offseason season was like. You know, folks want that, like, weeks one through eight role. Like, we need that, right? Like, that's what we're going to – we need Debo to have that role. That was never coming back again because Brandon Ayuk was in the doghouse, and he clearly was – I mean, not just not going to be in the doghouse, but he was going to break out as a legit, like, stud receiver on the outside. So it makes, I think, the Debo thing a little problematic from a variety of angles. But that's just where we're at right now. Like, the 49ers have way too many good players, which is a problem for fantasy, not for real life. Uh, They have way too many good players. They have a quarterback in Jimmy G who's still like a product of his environment type of guy, not like necessarily a teammate elevator. So I don't know. Where does that leave us with Debo Samuel, who I did make the move to put Ayuk and Debo in the same tier. And I definitely think that's, that needs to be the case.
2: Yeah. I think you said cutting into each other's work with a place where Ayuk has his own role in that offense Mm -hmm. that, Seems to be pretty solidified at this point, kind of safe. Like he's playing that outside X receiver role. McCaffrey's not cutting into that for anybody. No. Kittle's not cutting into that, and he's going to be there for a bit. I think it's. I think they're well, like almost back to back to me. Like they're putting up similar production. Debo's still going to have his his games because he's like a one for one type of player, but. I don't know it's concerning to me i don't think he's that one that people wanted him to be this year he's almost more of a volatile too if you're looking for dynasty he did sign that massive contract so he's not yeah. going anywhere either It, it just that that offense is great they're loaded i don't want to come up against them in real life but when you're looking at fantasy they've made each other so volatile we're like kittle's not reliable anymore even cmc is kind of i mean sure he's dealing with the injury but he doesn't have the same volume They all work really, really well together on the field. And that's just not great for your fantasy lineup. You're not going to really see that same Debo ever again, I don't think, from last year with the way it sits right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think we're ever seeing that again. That was like, I know this is typical stupid analysis, but it's like, that was like a magical season. And you're just never going to, you're never going to see that again. A good player, but I, I, I don't think he's like a consistent wide receiver one for fantasy like he would need you to leave which is by the way possible right like Ayuka is coming into his third year he'll be fourth year next year fifth year after that like i I could see a situation uh where iuke actually could be like a trade target for teams in the offseason that want to, like that would give him a big deal because they still have kittle on a big contract they have McCaffrey on a big contract like they gotta do something with the quarterback thing and uh you know debo obviously on a big contract and iuke has just been so good this year week six 83 yards, two touchdowns. 82 yards, 81 yards, 84, 20 yards with two touchdowns. 65 yards was his like lowest game last week on eight targets. Like he's just been great. I don't know. Um, I, I would love to see him in like a traditional drop back offense that just asks like the number one wide receiver to win. So he's a guy that I think is still like a screaming buy. Um, but we'll see what happens with this offense. Very strange one to project for next year
2: no i agree both him and uh you uh, Deontay uh Deonta johnson for me i was like i would love for either of these two guys to go to the bears to be with the justin fields and then it was like chase claypool and i was like ah cool. <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's where All we right, spent our yeah. second round pick but okay it's fine neither of those two are moving anyway so i mean yeah so it debo sitting there so you have him ranked 14 i'm mean 15 sorry he's uh consensus ranked 14 that's above garrett wilson Drake London, well, not in your rankings, but let's say consensus rankings. I'm, I think we're both on the same page that we would take either of those two at this point in dynasty yep. over. Him, I take you know? all,
0: all three of the rookies over, over Debo for sure. Like, and and I pro, like if offered a trade, I would, I don't have Debo on any dynasty teams, but just if I did, I wouldn't think twice about it. Like, if someone offered me that, I'd, I'd take it in a, in a minute.
2: So let's get a little tougher then. What about when you start getting to like Devonta Smith? who's someone that's sitting a little bit more at the end of that like range. Like yeah, maybe you're Devonta Smith or Rashad Bateman area.
0: Yeah. Those dudes in the same tier. I mean, Bateman's tough just cause he's coming off an injury. injury whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I'd probably rather have Debo Samuel cause I think Smith's a good player, but in that offense, like he's, and he's always going to be like a one B at the, at the best to, to AJ Brown. So I don't know though. I just, there's, there's definitely like a scenario where Debo, who by the way, injured again, always kind of always struggling with injuries like there's definitely a he's not a he's a he's a very not safe floor type of player i have him have on him my
2: fantasy back. team it's very stressful <laughs> every <laughs> week they're like Do you personally have this question i'm like oh it's the hamstring it's like no no no, it's the quad and i'm like what do you mean the quad i thought it was a ham. they're like other hamstring other quad this week and you're like
0: oh all right zach this has been awesome our time runs short uh appreciate all of the great stuff on the podcast. Tell the people what you've got going on and where they can follow you on the Twitter machine.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, most of my work is on a really great website that you should check out called receptionperception.com. A great Um, website, people. (laughs) Great (laughs) website. Uh, I write some Dynasty articles there as well as sometimes fill in some big shoes on the podcast. Um, And then you can also find me at Twitter. It's at zakik underscore FF um and that is where you can find most of my personal stuff where i throw out some random tweets during game day my personal opinions and my hot takes and you can follow me on there as well as should follow reception perception twitter as we have a little bit of a dual hand in that sometimes
0: there we go there we go yeah all right zach appreciate it man of course uh for everyone else out there thank you for listening uh you should subscribe to the show if you're not already leave us a five-star rating and review that really help us grow the show and of course as zach mentioned if you haven't already check out receptionperception.com a lot of great stuff the rest of the season uh it's it's gonna be a fun one and then man it'll be charting season before we know it zach uh love to see it all right everybody appreciate it thanks for listening